couple years down the road, you are living in New York City. Ooh. You uh you get um like a, a manager. Wait, I don't know why I would end up in New York though. New York is a terrible place. I would never go. And that's what you always thought, but you get a manager who swears that like she's like, give me six months with you in New York City and like What's my job? Uh you work in like an office. Yeah, you're, you're like a you're like a customer support representative. Okay. Right? Because you're like, it's it's like one of those kind of jobs where you can just like have a lot of your day to just kind of do what you want. Yeah. So it's pretty easy to do. You make uh, 40 grand a year. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're you're kind of like, I mean, it's like not, it's enough to like live on in New York City, you know, but like, like, you know what I mean? It's yeah, not like. Yeah, I'm scared all the time. Terrified. Yeah. But at first, you know what I mean? So you you spend like you agree to do it. You're like, okay, I'll do this thing that can like really allow me to focus on my comedy and just six months you're gonna try it out. Okay. You move to New York City. You're walking in Central Park. You sit down on a bench. Is it one of those benches that you can lay down on or one of the ones where they won't let homeless people lay on it? It's definitely number two. At this point, they've gotten rid of the other ones. Okay. And people are not happy. How do you define people? I mean, there's just like protests against it, you know? Yeah. Am uh, I protesting against it? I mean, you're not like, you, you don't agree with it, but you're not like protesting. I'm just sitting you know? down on it. It's more like I'm just sitting for myself. Yeah, you're kind of like giving in to the city. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm just tired. I don't want to stand anymore. Exactly. Okay. And you got a little bag with a, a loaf of bread. Yeah. You start feeding some ducks. Not sourdough. Pardon? Not sourdough? Correct. Okay. It's just, uh, it's called duck bread. <laughs> There's this guy who runs a trailer like right near Central Park who sells bread that's good for ducks. That's good. I think that's good. He was a, a duck scientist for years, but his passion was always baking. And one day, he saw somebody feeding a piece of that bullshit. Mrs. Baird's? Yeah, you know what I mean? That just bleached white bread that's like as bad for them as it is for you, you know? Yeah. And he goes, you know what? These these little guys deserve more. And I'm totally gonna agree. To so he uh, he invents duck bread. It's just bread that's like better on ducks' digestive system and stuff. Yeah. So you're uh you're feeding them some duck bread, right? The ducks. Yeah. Okay. It's like seven of them in front of you. Okay. You're feeding them out of the palm of your hand. They're lined up in a perfect row in front of you, and you kind of like extend your hand each time, and then the next duck bites the bread. You know, mm-hmm. so you're like going in a row one at a time. It's like a very slow, almost like a ceremonial thing. Is this, at this the point. first time I've done this? No, or? no, no, no. You've definitely done this before. Okay. Probably three or four times a week. Yeah. You know? And I like it's, the ducks. Yeah, it's the same seven ducks every time. Okay. You call them the quack club. <laughs> 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 you sit on the bench and you go, hey, where's the quack club? And here they come. They come in. to me, yeah. They just come right to you. Okay, this is all starting to make sense. So this is like this is like your 
this is like the highlight of your day. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like 20 minutes you can use like for yourself just to kind of like decompress. Totally. Know? And I feel like I'm doing something good yeah. you know, for the ducks. Yeah. Too. And you've made friends with them at this point. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like you brought a couple people to meet them and sometimes the ducks are a little standoffish, but when it's just you, man. And honestly, like I know I pretend that the other people, like I want the ducks to like them and I want them to like the ducks, but yeah. not like to the same extent. As- you, yeah. Me and the ducks. You'd always want to keep those people like an arm's length. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's kind of like, oh, I, I'm I'm sure they'll really love you. It's kind of like, you know, when you bring someone home to meet your parents, you're like, oh, they're going to love you. But it's like, obviously, they're not going to love you the way that they love me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's that exact kind of feeling that you have, you know. But um, when it's just you, it's great. So you're sitting there feeding these ducks, the quack club. You got this loaf of duck bread. And you finish and you kind of like wipe your hands off. The crumbs fall to the ground. They sort of go at it. And you look down at the end of the of the bench and there's just like a a movie script. You know, it's three hole punch branded. Mm-hmm. Wait, brand branded? Uh, sorry, it's a it's three like, M three M brand. Oh, it's like it's got those brads, you know? Okay, okay, brads. My apologies. Okay. It's like bound together. Okay, wait. I'm sorry. It's a folder. No, it's like a movie script, or it's just Brad's with no folder. No folder. It's just there. Would you pick it up? Yeah, I'll pick it up for sure, and I would probably read it with the ducks. We could, I, you know, they could play the other characters in the script and kind of be like practicing. Yeah. So the movie is called. the man behind the question. Okay, I want to be the man. Well, it's really like a biographical piece about Matthew Lesko. I don't know who that is. He uh, he was a guy in like the nineties and two, into the two thousands. <laughs> he was a uh, he was a guy who was on infomercials that was like telling you ways that you could get free money. He had like a book that he published okay. and he wore a suit covered in question marks. Okay, and he was like a you know pop culture figure, like the sticky money. Like kind of the sticky money type culture. Yeah, he was uh, he was like this dorky dude who knew how to get you money, and he, he yeah, could like yeah. buy his book and like apply like for Matilda. grants and shit. Like that scene in Matilda where they go in the tube and mm-hmm. the, all the money sticks to them. You think about that when you uh, when you read this script, all that fucking money. Yeah, because it's pretty fucking good. It's like a, a biographical thing where. It talks about Matthew Lesko and like uh, how he created this character of this guy who's like a you know going to help you fuck the government basically by like taking all these grants that you know you can get, uh, but you might not really like be worthy for and stuff. Oh, worthy! Uh, and he like it talks about how he like killed a guy drunk driving, you know. Oh, the author did. The but Matthew, he Matthew Lesko found a way to turn it into, into turn the future, around, like a year make later. it work for him. Mm-hmm. So is the book like, or is the, is this, wait, so is the message that I should do that? I mean, you read it and it's like, it's just like a really well done, like biographical film. Yeah. So it doesn't really take a stance either way. Like, no. is it bad or is it good? You kind of like to it decide. a lot. It's just, yeah. it's just like really interesting. And they, they tell a neat story and it talks about him creating this character out of necessity and like his rise to fame and power yeah 
And one day it all came crashing down. Yeah, obviously, because I don't know who this is. Well, you look it up so. online, and you can you see that like <laughs> you you like uh, you look it up, and you see that he has like he has like books for sale and shit, and he he has like a very Wait, specific. This is the guy. This is Matthew the, Lesko. Okay, okay, but not who wrote the script though. That's the thing. It just it doesn't say. <laughs> so you read it, and it's great. Would you take it with you? To where? Like home. Um, I mean, I'm not just going to leave it on the ground. It was sitting on the bench. Okay. Well, I might. Oh, there he is. Oh, you know, he kind of looks like the actor in Hereditary who plays the dad. Hmm. Um, but maybe, maybe I don't know. I feel like. I've, I feel like it's, I would be pretty, <laughs> pretty bored by that. Yeah. <laughs> that script. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> it's really not boring. It's it's a story of a, the rise and fall of a madman. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty bored by it. You think so? Yeah. I don't think I would take it home. I think I'd, you know, feed it to the birds or something. I mean, it's paper. Yeah. And the birds are used to, I mean, the ducks anyways, they're used to that duck bread. Yeah. So would you just leave it on the bench? I don't know. I, I think I would put it in the trash. Okay. Uh, the recycling i mean i would definitely definitely the recycling for sure i definitely have to recycle now that i'm in new york you put it in recycling yeah you walk away and go home that night you go out and do an open mic there's uh somebody from the late show in the crowd Hmm? the late show with who uh it's uh Paris Hilton. Okay. <laughs> she All takes right. over That's the late awesome. show. I love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Women yeah. in comedy. I yeah. And she honestly like does a pretty good fucking job. She deserves it. For sure. And uh, she put the time in. She put the time in. She did the hard work. <laughs> and by God, the industry rewarded her appropriately. But she does like a pretty good job with it. It's surprising. And you know what? That's like, the, it's still the late show, you know? Yeah. So you, what, uh, what is that supposed to mean? It's like it's like it's a late night TV late credit. Show? It's like a very oh, it's when like a, a woman is hosting it. Oh, we thought it was gonna not no, be the I, late show. I feel like anymore. there's a perception that it's like in, been in decline for the last couple okay. of years, you know. But you're like, hey, it's like that's fucking cool, you know. You yeah. go to this open mic, you have a great set. You get a an email after the after the uh, after the show from your manager, and they're like, hey. Heard you had a great show tonight. Uh, where we're talking to people, smiley face. So you're feeling good. Talking to so my manager's talking to people. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like she's doing trying to do her job. Okay. So you go to work the next day. Another kind of uneventful day. You're uh, you're working on a a script, kind of in and out throughout the day while helping people over email. Mm-hmm. Very easy. After work, you go to Central Park, buy a loaf of that duck bread, you sit down on the bench, you look over and that script is there on the end again. What? Okay, this is really irritating. And you look at it and this time it says, buy Elizabeth Spears on it. Oh my God. What would you do with it? Who? I'm like, did I write this? Who have I become? I never thought I would be in this position. I never thought I would go to New York. This place sucks. I have to recycle now, even though I don't even believe in it yeah and i 
now I've written this stupid biography about this person. I don't even know who Matthew Lesko. And like, to be clear, like, you didn't write this? it. And nobody even cares about this person. And Man, I, there's some real Lesko heads out there. Yeah, it's sad. I'm really sad and I'm like scared that this happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm kind of like, I don't know. I feel like I now I have to go walk around with this thing and try to convince people to make it become real because it's like obviously this is who i am now is that what you do yeah i mean i don't know at this point it's like i see i see what's happening i see you know what the universe is telling me to do you know my duck friends i feel like they're they're gonna be there quack squad yeah they yeah this is really sad though i'm like really torn apart by it you know i don't know i'm i'm just kind of like battling like i don't know so I just you, you don't sit know down and anymore. you start to feed the ducks the duck bread mm-hmm. they line up in a row you know you feed them one at a time they wait there and you're kind of like talking through and processing it you know yeah and uh you finish with uh, the loaf. You kind of stand up, dust your hands off, and it's sitting there. Okay, never mind. I changed my mind. This isn't who I am. I I just want to, you know, I want to be myself. I don't want to write some other person's biography. I want to write my own biography. You know what I mean? I want to be like the star i don't want to be glorifying some other some dude some man who like matthew lesko yeah who was like wearing some kind of suit with the question marks question marks on it the man behind the question there's no question for me i there's no doubt in my mind i'm i'm god so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna worship you know someone else i want people to worship me So you feel like the universe sending you this thing and you rejecting it like sparks a fire in you, you know? Yeah. So you would. So what would you do? I'm like, you know what? I'm going to write my own biography, but I'm going to pretend that Matthew Lesko wrote it about me. And I'm going to put his name on it and I'm going to go leave it on some bench that he goes to when he goes and talks to some type of animal, you know, on his day off. So you, uh, you do it like you write your story, right? Yeah. Talking about what you've been through, how far you've come, what you're looking to. And you type, it's called, uh, perilous colon, a life's journey. Colon, my story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you write it and it's, it's the, it's the thing that you're, you'll f- be forever proud for. And you type by Matthew Lesko. You go to his website, you see there's like a contact us thing. He's based out of Woodbridge, Virginia. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I guess with the internet, like I don't actually have to go to Woodbridge. I can just post it on the internet and pretend he wrote it. Yeah. So I'm I'm not gonna go to Woodbridge. I'm just gonna post it. 
and see what happens. So you um you post it, right? You post it to the internet and it kind of blows up as just like this it's like a strange like why is it titled Matthew Lesko? But it's also like a really well written thing and uh it just people were always kind of like curious about the uh curious about the name, you know? Yeah. Uh you tell people it's kind of a joke. You never really divulge the secret of it and what it means to you. So you put it on the internet, and like I said, it kind of goes viral. It's it's like a, a wonderful story about your own life, Matthew Lesko thing aside. So you're like three days after posting it, it's blown up on the internet. People are uh, asking you to post it on all kinds of shit. The Atlantic writes your manager. They want, they want you to write an article for them. Oh, wow. And like all these wonderful things are happening, and you're just kind of overwhelmed. It's like a Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful outside. You got the windows open. There's a little breeze blowing through. Oh, wow. There's a, an ice cream shop just across the street. Yes. They're baking chocolate chip cookies. The scent floats on the air. <laughs> and you kind of like take a second and savor the moment and go, man, maybe I did the right thing. You know? Yeah. There's a knock at your door. Um. Who is it? They go, uh, Miss Spears, we have a delivery. Okay, but who is it? Uh, the, these like two people kick the door in. It's a, it's a guy and a girl and they're wearing suits. One of them has an exclamation point on it. The other one has a semicolon on it and they come in like pounding their fist, you know, and they go, our boss doesn't appreciate the things you've been saying. And then the two of them beat you to death in your own apartment. Oh my God. <laughs> they were sent there by Matthew Lesko. Well, I don't think I have any choices anymore. Yeah. You decided not to go with it. Uh, you followed your heart and you got fucking killed for it. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew I mean, Lesko I didn't choose this though. I really didn't choose this. Like I didn't choose for that. That's what you think. There. But you, you rejected the story. Uh, the man behind the question. And, uh, his story was never told. He was shortly forgotten. Oh, well, that's not my fault. But first, he fucking killed you. That's really irritating. He had his goons beat you to death. I'm like, really? This is not. And besides, I have a lot of weapons on me that they did not see coming. Yeah, they're just they're just like hired thugs, goons. You know, they're just okay, like real, real bad people. It's a husband and wife team. How old are they, though? Uh, 37 and 43. Okay, see, those are the exact type of people that I can turn to be on my side in like two seconds. Not these guys. They know an allegiance far too deep. The, they're part of the the punctuation club, and you don't fuck what? them. I'm just so mad right now. <laughs> I don't even know. No, you're fucking, you're dead. No, I'm not dead. You can't, you don't get to decide if I'm dead or not. I didn't, but the punctuation club sure did. <laughs> <laughs> 